think about why is church membership, being part of a local congregation, why is church membership so important? So this is All Saints Sunday, when part of what we celebrate is that we have been made God's saints. We've been made holy. We've been sanctified by Christ, what He has done for us on the cross. When we believe in Jesus, when we receive His grace through faith, when we trust in what He has done for us on the cross, we are joined with Him in faith and baptism. We receive His righteousness as our own. We are made holy. We are saints. That's true of us who are in Christ. Through faith and baptism, we are made part of the universal church. We are part of that glorious gathering around the throne of heaven that we heard depicted in Revelation 7, that multitude, a great multitude that no one could number from every nation, from all tribes and peoples and languages, standing before the throne and before the Lamb, crying out with a loud voice, salvation belongs to our God who sits on the throne and to the Lamb. We are a part of that. Since we are a part of that through faith and baptism, what I want us to do today is to look at what that then looks like lived out here and now for us. We are called to be full participants in a local expression of that universal church. Faithful and committed members of a local congregation. And so this morning, as we welcome three into the church in baptism, as I said at the second service, but also others into this specific congregation as new members, we're going to look together very briefly at three things church membership is not, and then dig a little bit deeper into three things that church membership is. So three things that it's not very briefly, and then a little bit deeper look at three things that it is. The first thing that membership in a local church is not it's not salvation. Having your name on a church membership list does not mean you are saved. Unfortunately, church membership lists can be filled with unsaved people. Membership in a local church is not salvation. The Bible makes clear that salvation comes only through what Jesus did for us on the cross, which we must personally receive and accept in faith. The Bible says, repent and be baptized and be filled with the Holy Spirit. The Bible says that all who receive Jesus are given the right to become children of God. That is salvation, receiving in faith what Jesus has done for us on the cross. For, formally joining a local congregation is not that. It's not salvation. Being a member of a local congregation like this is a byproduct of salvation, of our commitment to Jesus, but it is not salvation itself. So it is not salvation. Second, membership of a local church is not a destination. The act of committing to a local congregation is not the end in itself. It's not the destination any more than a marriage ceremony is the destination of marriage. It's a step in the journey. But unfortunately, I have personally experienced people view becoming a member of a church essentially as the end itself. So I remember a man in a previous church who faithfully went through all the preparation, listened to all the information about what the membership promises mean. He publicly got in front of the church and made the commitment to join the church. 
and then literally never came back. It's a bit like joining a gym because, and never going as if merely being a member on paper does us any good. But church membership is not a destination. It's not good. I got there. Whew, now I can stop. It's a step on our journey. So it's not a destination. And third, membership in a local church is not a country club. It's not a pay your dues and get your perks kind of membership. It's not a way for you to get something extra. I give more than he does, play the songs I like. But it's also not a way for the church to get something extra from you, as if you now somehow owe more because you're a member. It's not like you can be a Christian, but just not a church membership kind of Christian, as if they're somehow different. Because membership, and I want you to hear this very clearly, membership in a local church, I would suggest, adds no extra responsibilities to you as a Christian because all of the expectations that accompany membership in a local church, all of those responsibilities are actually already on us as Christians. All Christians are expected to worship faithfully. All Christians need to give sacrificially of their time and their talents and their finances. All Christians need to commit to grow in the Lord. None of that is extra if you decide to join a local church. Rather, joining a local church is a commitment to live out the biblical call and expectations that's on all of us as Christians. It's the commitment to live those out in a specific place with specific people. So church membership is not salvation. It's not a destination, the end of the line, and it is certainly not like a country club. So what is it? Three things that it is. First, membership in a local church is the place where we live out the gospel. The place where we live out the gospel. It has been said that the church is the gospel made visible. This is the place where we put into practice the new life that we have in Jesus. This is the place where we get to enact forgiveness. These are the people that we learn to love until it hurts. This is the place where we honor God through faithfully giving sacrificially. This is the people that we commit to as family. This is the place where we use what the Bible calls our spiritual gifts. This is the place where we live out relationships that we are called to in the Bible. So much so that without being an ongoing, week in and week out, committed member of a local congregation, there's really no way to live out the relationships that we're called to in the Bible. As Christians, we are called to certain relationships between pastors and lay people, between individual Christians and other Christians, between more experienced Christians and new believers, between older Christians and children. And all of these necessary relationships that we're called to as Christians can't be lived out, but in the context of a committed, faithful, local congregation. This is the place where we live out these basic biblical relationships. So you can listen to a sermon on YouTube better than the one you're listening to now. You can do that, but you can't know the pastor personally and have him care deeply for you. 
You can go to church A one Sunday and B another and C another, but doing that, you can't bear one another's burdens. Deeply loving one another in Christ-like commitment unless we are really all in part of a specific local congregation. So the church, especially the local congregation, is where we live out the gospel. Second, membership in a local church is God's plan. God's plan is not me, my God, and my Bible. Now, thanks be to God, he does save me, and that he is my God, and that I can hold my Bible in my hands, and what a joy all of that is, and it's all true. But we have to remember that most of the promises of God to his people are to the collective people, not just to individuals. We tend to hear them primarily as individuals. You know, God's promises to me as an individual and to you as an individual and to you as an individual, and we happen to show up once in a while. But that's actually backwards, because God's promises are mostly to the group of his people, to the assembly, as it's called in our reading from Psalm 149, to the nation, to the flock, to the body. God's plan is to build up his church, and so we need to be a part of that church in order to receive his promises properly. Especially in our individualistic and consumeristic culture, we need to take very seriously that we as Christians are part of something bigger. And our individual place is in large part defined by membership in the wider body of Christ, in the church. So our reading from Ephesians this morning said that God the Father gave Jesus as head over all things to me personally. To the church. Jesus was given to the church, which is his body. God's plan is the church, and so we need to be a part of that. And as Christians, we need to be faithfully and continually and deeply committed to the church, the universal church, and then also to a local congregation as the local manifestation of God's plan for the world. Because the church is God's plan. Third, membership in a local church is a tool for the process of transformation. Being a part of the church is a tool for the process of transformation. The local church is God's plan for our transformation and growth. Empowered by the Holy Spirit, gathering for worship, living life together, constantly spurring one another on toward love and good deeds, protecting one another in a fallen world, we are transformed by Christ as we are committed members of a local church together. Now that is not always easy or fun, but it's one of God's intended ways to shape us for our transformation. Personal, faithful, committed membership in the church is one way that God develops us for his glory. Now, when I was preparing to get married, in our premarital counseling, our pastor assigned us a book to read. I'll be honest, I don't really remember anything about the book itself, but I have never forgotten the subtitle of the book, which I think is sort of worth the price in itself. The book is titled Sacred Marriage, and the subtitle is this, 
Sacred marriage. What if God designed marriage to make us holy more than to make us happy? And I love that, and I quote that when I'm talking about marriage because it is absolutely right. And I would suggest that church membership is like that too. Another book could be titled Church Membership. What if God designed church membership to make us holy more than to make us happy? As Christians, we are made God's saints. And as his saints, we are called to continual growth and transformation. And the local church is the God-designed place where we grow as his saints and experience his transformation. So as we prepare today to welcome three people being baptized at the second service, and also people in both services who are about to join Holy Cross as new members... I want to leave you with two questions to ponder. If you are a member, what step can you take to deepen that commitment? What step can you take to deepen that commitment? Perhaps you need to commit to coming to worship on Sundays more often. As simple as that. That's what the church, that's what even the word church meant to people in Bible times. It was the assembly of God's people coming together to worship. There's no place in the Bible at all for a church that isn't gathered faithfully together as the assembly in worship. Perhaps the way you need to deepen your commitment is to commit to being together to worship more often. Perhaps you're ready to commit to a small group for the first time or to re-engage and commit to being present more often in your small group. Perhaps you need to say, I'm going to stay after the service and participate in spiritual growth classes, which I haven't done before. Perhaps you need to commit to serving using your time. There are some who serve in a wide variety of ways in this church and there are some that come on Sundays and walk out the door and that's it and part of our commitment is to serve using the time and talents that we have and perhaps you need to find ways that you can personally use the gifts and talents that you have in the church perhaps you're able to give more than you have in the past if you're a committed member what step can you take personally to deepen that commitment that commitment to this place where we live out the gospel together. To this thing that is God's plan, the church. And to this tool in God's hands in the process of our transformation. My second question is this. If you're not a committed member, is it time to consider making that commitment and joining We'll have another opportunity here to join this specific congregation sometime in the new year. But are you ready to commit together to a place where we live out the gospel? Are you ready to commit to God's plan for the world, the church? Are you ready to commit to God's intended tool for the process of transformation? And if you're not a committed member, faithful member, whether here or elsewhere, are, is it time for you to consider making that step? and formally and firmly committing to being a part of a local expression of God's church. See, through what Jesus has done for us on the cross, we are made his saints. And as his saints, we are joined to this amazing plan that God has for the world, this plan called the church. 
We're joined to that through faith and baptism. And as His beloved saints, who are part of this worldwide Christian church, we are called to join a local expression, a small piece of that, a local congregation. That's what we're called to. And so on this All Saints Sunday, we welcome those being baptized. We welcome our new members as they commit to living all this out together here at Holy Cross. And my hope is that this would be a day when all of us can again renew and deepen our commitment to Jesus and his church and to his local expression here at Holy Cross. All to the glory of Jesus' name. Amen.